0: My name is Jackie, and welcome to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Before we get started, I want to let you know that this is a replay of an episode that I have done in the past. Whether you have listened to it or not, I believe that you will find inspiration in it today. And I also want to let you know that I will soon be opening up our online homeschool parenting group for enrollment. So if you would like more information about that, please check the link below and sign up to be on our waiting list. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. Do you want to live a more meaningful life? Do you want a bit more excitement in your life? As we are wrapping up this year, I'd like to share my story about how I have overcome and am still overcoming some of the challenges that I've had in my own life. Now, I wanna say that regardless of what time of year you listen to this, let's say you listen to it in the summer, the principles here are the same, regardless of where you listen. We just happen to evaluate our lives more toward the end of a calendar year and the beginning of a new one. So I'm sharing this because I think that maybe you can use some of the lessons that I've learned to help you and your family live with more purpose and vision too. I'm going to start here a little bit pre-pandemic. You know, here a couple of years ago, I shared a similar episode, but I've tweaked this a lot. And before the pandemic... As we headed into Christmas, you know, the fall semester felt like a whirlwind. You're just barely, it's like you were just wrapping up summer activities and then it was Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas. Now, this year with the pandemic, things might be a bit slower for you. A lot of that depends on where you live and your own personal feelings around the pandemic. But, regardless of how busy you are or aren't. I want you to really step back and evaluate your life. Think about how busy it is or maybe it isn't and just observe your feelings around that. Now, here is where I was several years ago, you know, years before the pandemic. It was, I suppose, around 2017. I was feeling pretty grumpy. I was not really pleasant to be with and I was a little snappy. And... I didn't really like being around myself. Now, I'm here to say that if you don't like being around yourself, you've got some work to do. You need to look within to see what you need to do to cope with the situation that you might be having to cope with or to change your situation if you can. So that's where I was. If you've ever experienced feelings like this, I think this is really going to be helpful to you. Now, here's what happened with me. At some point in the journey of motherhood, I really began to neglect my own needs. Before I had kids, I painted and I took classes just because I wanted to. And, you know, my husband and I camped a lot and we did a lot of fun things. And we tried to continue that. And we did for quite a while after our first child. But of course, once you have a toddler and then when we had our second child, a baby, that's a whole new ball game, And it gets a little bit more difficult. And, you know, even after I had my first child, well, in that first year of her life, I quit taking my painting classes at our local college. But in the second year of her life, I started taking those again. And I resumed that. And I hung out with other stay at home moms and got together and did things. And I had more of a social life, I suppose, is what I'm saying. But then as time went on, most of my friends, actually all of them, sent their children to public school. I was the Lone Ranger as far as homeschooling my kiddos. And so those friendships started to dwindle a bit and really we hung on to them for quite a while. But as their kids got more involved in activities and mine got more involved in activities, we just didn't hang out as much as we had prior to that. So, and I think this happens with a lot of people, but As your kids get older, everything becomes about your children. And we tend to lose ourselves as we focus on our kids. And I do believe that's pretty normal. It's fairly standard, right? But what I found over the years is that because I quit doing the things that were really, truly, solely for me, and all of my attention went toward the kids, and their activities, and the things that revolved around them, I was really neglecting myself a lot. So I want to say that if you are feeling a bit moody, or you're snappy, or you're just not coping well with things, that maybe it's time to take a step back and look at yourself, and to see what you can do to make some changes. Now, I'm going to tell you what I did, and how you can implement similar things to improve your own life if you're struggling in a way that is, well, if you're struggling. (laughs) So the first thing I did is I started reflecting. I was noticing that I wasn't happy. I was noticing that I just wasn't doing great. So you you noticed that, right? And then I... I actually started making most of my changes, which is funny enough, due to my kids. So my oldest daughter is really into writing and I could foresee that she might want to publish a book someday. So I started looking at the book publishing process. And as a result, I thought, well, I'm going to write a short book so that I can learn about this process, how to publish, how to market, how to do all of these things so that I can help my daughter when she is ready. As a result, I started thinking, well, what do I know a lot about? I thought, well, homeschooling. And that is really where Homeschool Think Tank originated is I wanted to write a book about homeschooling and I didn't want to learn on something that my daughter had been working for years on. I wanted to learn on something of my own. Well, it turns out I ended up really caring about this a whole lot more than I ever anticipated. And as part of writing that book, that is where the real reflection started is as I was writing it, I really started thinking about my own life, my family's life, and how decisions I've made have led us to where we are, and about the the challenges that we've had over the years. And I actually started coming up with solutions to these challenges. Now, nothing has been super fast. It has taken me time to learn all of this, but it started right there with reflection. So here's what you could do. You could Start journaling, start taking a little bit of time each week and just writing down your thoughts and observing them and studying them. So really, like you would take notes in a class if a professor were speaking, you can take notes about your own thoughts and start getting that on paper and you'll start seeing your life on paper. Now, as a result of writing, and while I was writing a book, I wasn't really just journaling, I was working on this book. It really had me reflecting a lot. Well, I started focusing more and really I was focusing on a paragraph at a time, but now as a result of all of this, my life is more focused. And a lot of that has to do with having vision for where you want your life to go. So initially for me, I was really focusing on creating this book, publishing this book, but it has become so much more as a result of it. We'll go there a little bit more in a minute. So the other thing that I did, and you can do too, (laughs) is I was excited. I was excited because I was writing a book. It was very far out of my comfort zone Now today, I'm not currently working on a book, but I still keep this excitement alive by pushing myself out of my comfort zone. There's your other thing you can do. Push yourself out of your comfort zone. When you are too comfortable, you sort of zap the excitement right out of your life. If you continue to push yourself out of your comfort zone, you will find that life gets exciting again. And it's not always easy to push yourself out of your comfort zone, but it is rewarding. Now, the other thing I started doing is I started taking care of myself. So as part of writing this book, I was doing something for me. Now let me take you back before it was a book because I don't want you to feel like you have to write a book to find the excitement and have a more rewarding life or the purpose in your life. Before I had kids, I took a painting class. Now, my focus was all on painting one summer as I was learning how to paint. Um, while we had kids, we landscaped our backyard. Our focus was on that. It was on this improvement. You know, when our kids were really little, I mean, geez, all of your focus is on your kids almost, you know, and your focus is still on your kids when they're older, but they're definitely more self-sufficient. You don't have to handhold for everything they do. But when you have something that you want to do and you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, there is excitement and there is focus. So it could be a family trip that you're going on and the family is planning it. It could be a backyard project, right? You're doing something, you're learning something new. These are the elements of what got me out of that slump. Because what I'm doing is I'm picking apart, yes, I wrote a book, yes, I started Homeschool Think Tank, but I'm picking apart the elements that helped me find happiness again and excitement again and not that I was totally unhappy and I wanna be clear, overall in my life, I have been a pretty happy person. This was like this little segment in my life where I was in a slump and there were some things that had transpired and that's you know why I was where I was. But at any time in your life, you could have something happen where you're in a slump and you need to know how to pull yourself out of it. So focus, excitement taking care of yourself, reflecting, right? All of these things are elements of how to get out of that. So that taking care of myself element was really important because like so many moms and parents, when you have children, you put all of your focus on the kids and it's, I mean, it it is consuming raising children, right? But I really hadn't done anything for me in years. I had lost a lot of my own identity in my family. And yes, part of my identity is being a mother, but I am a human. I am a woman. I am me, right? I have myself here and I need to take care of that. So I was doing something that really, quite frankly, lit me on fire. And I don't think I realized how bad bored in my mind I had become because the kids were not needing me to the degree they needed me when they were little. And, you know, I was like doing the dishes and the laundry and just keeping the house clean and running the kids. But my mind was bored. And this lit my mind on fire. And that has made all the difference. Okay, the other thing that has transpired as a result of having this purpose, right, is, oh, and let's speak to that for a moment, purpose. I had purpose. You know, when my kids were like elementary age, you have purpose, you're teaching them to read and teaching them all of these things. But as they get older, and they become more self-sufficient, you're not handholding so much. So some of that purpose, it's there, but it's not quite in the forefront in the way that it is when they're really young. So now I have this purpose, homeschool think tank. Yes, I've learned how to write a book. I can help my daughter now. And when she's ready to publish, we can do that. And actually, my other daughter may end up at some point publishing as well. So I've I fulfilled the purpose of writing a book, and then I've started the website. Which I recognize, if my kiddo's gonna be an author, she needs to know how to rec- run a website now, and I can help her with these things. And she's developed graphic design skills and helps even with homeschool think tank at times. So I have purpose for my own family, but then I'm so grateful that I chose something where I have purpose that is greater than myself. I really genuinely have a desire to help other homeschool families and to help you overcome challenges that maybe I have faced in my own life and I can see the way beyond those challenges now. And not everything. I still have challenges in my life, but I have overcome an awful lot of them over the last few years. So dreaming (laughs) let's talk about dreaming. I think I kept my dreams really small before I started Homeschool Think Tank. And as a result of having this purpose, this vision, my dreams are big now. They're big for my own family. They are big for Homeschool Think Tank. And sometimes they feel daunting and nearly impossible to achieve. But I think I can do it. You know, it, it. I may not know exactly how, but I think I can do it. And I've been dreaming in so many different ways and I'm also problem solving. Those just really go hand in hand. And also what that gives me is hope. Not that I was hopeless before, but I really have a lot of hope for a really bright future for my family, but also for the people who I serve through Homeschool Think Tank. And that is really, really exciting to have hope in that way. So let's see here. I'm sort of scrolling through my blog post as I'm talking to you. Oh, education. Yes. I have educated myself a lot over the last few years. And how does a busy mom educate herself? Let me tell you podcasts. Just like you're listening to me right now, I have listened to so many podcasts that have helped me overcome my challenges and get me to where I need to be, whether it's business challenges or parenting challenges. Um, YouTube, videos, whatever your medium is there, but I've learned an awful lot on YouTube. I am a bit of a YouTube junkie as well, and I really was before I started listening to podcasts. Now I listen to podcasts way more than I listen to YouTube. And online courses. I've taken quite a few online courses to learn how to do all of the things that I'm doing. So that is how I've educated myself. But you see, now my mind isn't bored anymore. I am like on fire over these things. And I always have something I want to learn. So and let me just share this little side note real quick. This is the essence of unschooling. (laughs) And like Peter Gray's book, Free to Learn, this is the essence of that is we learn because we want to, right? Nobody's telling me I have to learn anything. I'm not, you know, but if this was school, I would be being told what I need to learn. Well, what I need, I go down natural paths to discover this. So I just wanted to throw that little element in there. Okay, we've talked about vision. And I think this is the key is you have to have vision for where you want to go. And Don't get overwhelmed by this. And let me tell you, I am going to be opening up our online community for homeschooling parents in January. And if you want help coming up with your family vision and starting to make progress toward this, and if you've been in a slump or anything like that, I would encourage you to join us when we reopen for new members. So we're going to talk about this here more in another week or two probably about two weeks about the online community, because I want you to know about it. And I want you to join us when we open for enrollment, if that is something that appeals to you. But it really is going to be all about your mindset and about becoming the parent that you want to be and becoming the person you want to be so that you will show up as a better parent. Because I can tell you, when I was in that funk years ago, I was not showing up as the parent that I wanted to be. Okay, the other thing that got me over that hump is results. I am flat out achieving what I set out to do. So while only three years ago, I didn't know anything about business, about book writing, about publishing, about podcasting, all of that was foreign to me. I have figured out how to do all of these things. I also went from being quite timid about my ideas, like literally sitting in the car with my mom and sister and nearly whispering that I was going to write a book and I had this idea for a homeschool think tank, which it didn't even have a name for a while and not even telling anybody I was writing a book for a long time. I mean, I was quite about this. I was really far out of my comfort zone. But I've overcome that fear of worrying about what other people think so much and trying new things. And all. not that I was ever like totally fearful or anything. I don't get me wrong there. But It is hard to put yourself out there, but I have overcome that. And now I have the courage to share these ideas and, you know, my book with others. And it is my intention to continue to serve homeschool families in many ways for decades to come. So for you, if you are in a slump and you start getting yourself little results, that will help get you out of the slump. The vision I think is the most important step and this next one I think is the second most important step. You've got to have a little vision but your vision doesn't mean squat if you don't take action. You have to take action. So I don't know, I'm trying to think here of something just so, so simple. Okay, let's go really, really simple. Let's say you're listening to this right now and you do not currently homeschool your kids or you are doing public school home, which is not homeschooling, very, very different. But you're thinking, I might want to homeschool my kids. That's the first step to creating a vision, right? You've got to have the thought before you can take an action. So you're starting to think about this. What is an action step you might take? I don't know, looking up a homeschool podcast like this, homeschool think tank, googling homeschooling, You're taking action. It is a micro, minute little action, but it is a step in the right direction. In the same way, when I started looking into book publishing, YouTubed it, (laughs) you know, Googled it. I didn't even know where to begin. I had no clue. But I took action. And one step leads to the next step. You can't take a second step if you haven't taken a first step. So this is what it's about. You have to take action on a vision. Now, I think you can hear in my voice that I really am passionate about this. I really do feel excited about helping you take action toward a future that you want. And I really do believe that if you combine vision with action, you will make progress in your life. And I wanna say that my progress today looks very different than progress for me a decade ago. Where you are in your life is honestly irrelevant. As long as you have vision for where you wanna go, then you can take action toward that. Now, I don't believe you need to write a book or start a business to feel excited about your life, but you do have to have a vision for your life and your family's life. With vision, you can start taking action to create the life desire. And I think you can do this at any time of your life, even in a pandemic. Yes, in a pandemic. And I'm going to tell you, my family is in so much better of a place now than we were in three, than we were, you know, three years ago when I was grumpy and getting frustrated and I was short and snappy. And I really can't imagine how I would have behaved three years ago if a pandemic hit then. I was grumpy. I was just... I was just short. I was stressed out, right? My mindset. I've been pretty dang calm, cool, and collected most of the year. I had a freak out moment or two, you know, where I was just like up in my head and like, whoo, spinning out. But overall, I've been pretty calm, cool, and collected through all of this. And I'm pretty confident that I can help you get there too if you need a little help. So let's recap here. Vision. Oh, I forgot one thing plan time to be alone. I don't care if it's only 20 minutes in the morning before your kids get out of bed. I think if you can get out of your house and have an hour or two alone every week, that does you a lot of good, but you do what you can do. Okay. You got to have some time alone to get in your own head and think. And oh, exercise. Yeah. Get outside Exercise and fresh air. Take a walk. Get some sunshine. It will do you a world of good. So that is another way to start feeling excited about your life. Journaling. We talked about that. Taking notes on your own thoughts. Educating yourself intentionally. Getting out of your comfort zone. Oh, and I missed one big one here. Share. When you share your growth with others, it doesn't... It really doesn't matter if you share with one person or with many, but when you share your growth with others. It is more fun to learn. That's the bottom line. It's just more fun. And you actually cement what you're learning better by sharing it. So whether you're sharing it with your kids, with friends, with family members, with your spouse. But if you're sort of like I was with business, yes, my family has definitely heard their fair share about it. They're not as into it as me, right? I learn online. I have joined other memberships and groups where I have people who are excited about their thing, even if they're doing something totally different than homeschooling. We still have this common vision of a business, of making an impact in the world, of helping and serving other people, right? So it's somebody to grow with, which is part of why I am going to reopen our online community for parents in January. And it is all about your mindset. But what it does for you is you're trying to improve your own mindset so that you show up better for yourself and your family is it gives you a place to connect with other homeschool parents who have a growth mindset. So let's talk about that real quick for just a moment. I believe that in our minds, we are either growing or we're dying. I don't think there's a whole lot of being stagnant. So I want you to consider which which end of that are you on? Are you in a growth mindset or are you sort of receding? And, you know, not that you're physically dying, but your mind is it's a pretty significant thing. So if you don't feel like you're making forward progress in your life, or you aren't making it at the rate at which you would like to, then I want to encourage you to join us in January when we reopen our community for homeschool parents. And, you know, years ago, I had a vision for my life and my family's life. But it didn't really go exactly the way I wanted and I didn't I wasn't intentional about that vision, right? So even if you have a vision and you have a plan, but there are things that bring you off course, you need to be able to find your way back or make an intentional adjustment to go where you want to go. So I can tell you, before I rethought my vision for my life, and like I said, that in- initial vision wasn't really intentional. It was, it was there in a sense, but it wasn't as intentional as it is now. So I'd gotten off track and I really did. I just felt like I was suffocating. I felt smothered with an overwhelming, hectic and crazy lifestyle. But when I started dreaming, taking action and taking my life back, I began to thrive again. And I think you can too. And I definitely still have room for improvement. But I have become more intentional about where my time goes and where my family's time goes. And this has made all of the difference. So I'm going to end this with an invitation. I want to invite you to click on the link that is in the show notes below this podcast episode. And I want to invite you to drop down to the bottom of that post and share your name and email with us. And when we open our community... To new members in January, we will send you an invitation. And in the meantime, we will also let you know a little bit more about what we offer at Homeschool Think Tank. I hope you'll do this. I hope you'll check out that blog post. I hope that you will join us and share this. If you know anybody who needs this, share this. And even if you aren't flat out struggling, but you just want to be in a group of homeschooling parents who have a growth mindset that understand that their own mindset matters too and their own education matters too and you want to be able to connect with those types of parents I would love to invite you to join us. to say thank you for listening to the homeschool think tank parenting podcast if you've enjoyed this mindset monday episode it would be great if you would follow this podcast and share it with a friend i would really enjoy hearing what you think of these episodes so if you're feeling inspired please take a moment to leave a comment too be sure to check the link below to discover more Mindset Monday episodes and discover information about improving your mindset. Also, if you want full access to our playlist, you can sign up at homeschoolthinktank.com mindset. Remember, when you sign up to access our playlists, you'll be able to use our advanced podcast search engine to quickly bring you right to the moment you are looking If you are interested in being a guest on the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast, or you want to learn more about how we serve homeschool families, be sure to visit homeschoolthinktank.com. I'll see you later this week for our next episode about homeschooling, and again on Monday for our next episode about mindset. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Have a great week. Live and learn your way.